Welcome to the Honest Conversations with My Pastor podcast. We sit down every week with our pastor, Andrew Zanako, and ask some honest questions about what we heard from God in the previous Sunday sermon. The goal of this podcast is to help connect the dots of what God speaks to us on a Sunday morning and our everyday lives. We pray this podcast equips and encourages you in your journey of following Jesus. Welcome back to the Honest Conversations with My Pastor podcast. Uh, I've got our pastor, Andrew Zanako. Salute. Reporting for duty. (laughs) I love it. I love it. We're jumping in. I think this is our fourth go around. My Uh third one on here last week, we had Karis. That was so fun Mm -hmm. having Karis on here. I'm back this week, ready to jump in. Let's do it. So we were in... Wrapping up section one, the universe, mm-hmm. uh, part three, creation, and that's all of the sermon recap you're going to get. Yep. You need to go back and watch it if you haven't watched it yet. Um, it was awesome. And yes, there are questions that have come out lots of it. Lots of questions. Lots and lots of questions. So let's have an honest conversation let's about it. it. I love it so much. Okay, so uh, one of the statements that you made, this was just to get things started. Mm-hmm. This was my question. And it's like, okay, great. One, one of the statements you made was it. Science and God aren't actually at odds. Mm-hmm. Um, they aren't actually in conflict. And my question is, okay, so if they aren't, why does everyone think they are? Like that is a very real mm-hmm. fight or conflict being portrayed in society, in the world, not just our culture, but yeah. worldwide. Why do people think they're at conflict? Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I can't answer for everybody. Sure. Um, I don't really know. I mean, I think that's when I did the zoom out thing and tried to explain what science is. Yes. Uh, at least for me, I'm like, find that helpful to be like, oh yeah, I don't even know why I would ever consider those two things in conflict because all science can actually do is explore whatever God has actually done. Right. And that's a big paradigm shift, I think, yes. for even a lot of Christians. And so honestly, I think the reason why people think that the that God and science are in conflict is because Christians have thought that God and science in conflict. The first scientists and the best scientists that have ever lived were all Christians. Science mm. was born because people, Christians, started thinking, wait a second, if God created all this, we should be able to learn something about it. Mm. We should be able to explore it. And when we learn stuff, we're learning about him. Right. But somewhere along the way, it morphed. And I think that it relates to what I was saying about how the Bible is not a science book. It's a theology book. Right. And so I think when we try to read it like a science book, we're trying to read it to say scientific things that it's not trying to scientifically necessarily say. Yes. And so when something in science might be in conflict with what we think the Bible was trying to say scientifically, Mm. we freak out and now there's a fight when it's like, well, I don't know. I don't know that that was the playing field to begin with. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that chart that you kind of acted out on Sunday. Yeah. Like God's here and then somewhere down here Mm -hmm. is man and Mm -hmm. somewhere down below that is what man does being right. science to mm-hmm. study things, uh, other things God created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was actually really helpful. Good. I think s- set us free. Yeah. It puts it into perspective. Mm-hmm. And yet, still in a yeah. lot of minds, uh, those two things are in conflict. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really well, it's, helpful. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I get it. Totally, totally. I yeah. love that. 
We've got some other questions yes. that were sent in. And just on the front end here, before we jump into more questions that were sent in, this might be a longer episode. Mm. might be a little over 20 minutes. A lot of big questions. Some really big questions. And we love them. <laughs> yes. We love them. We want so the good. questions sent yes. in. This is so fun. And let, I'm just going to jump right in to one of these. So we had somebody send in. This is what she said. I loved when he started describing seeing God and hearing God through the creation story. So day one, the hope that comes with the dawn of a new day. Mm-hmm. Day two, the expanse of the sky shouting that he's got you covered. Day three, authority when waves obey his boundaries. Day four, the paradox of the cool of the shadow that only comes from the heat of the sun. Day five, do you hear his faithfulness every time a fish breathes underwater? She, this person was listening. Yeah, exactly. Took some great <laughs> notes. So she said, I loved when yeah. he started describing that. Yeah. Um, but what if I can't see all see that? What if all I see is the literal things? I see mm-hmm. the birds, the fish, and the sky. How do those who tend to think more literally mm-hmm. learn to read the Bible from a see God or hear God point of view mm-hmm. and not a literal one? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So the first thing... Uh, what happens if I don't if I if I don't see God? I only see the birds and stuff. I think that's I think that is seeing God. And right. So I think just it's the same thing. If anytime we read anything in the Bible or anything happens in our life, is like I don't see God, and so the good place to start is God. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> just ask God, and I think He'll start showing you some yes. stuff. So the stuff I listed is not like the one and only point of those right. verses. It's just an example of of a, of additional things to see in the text other than what you might only see on the surface. Right. I wasn't saying this is the one point of the text. Right. Okay. So the first step is I don't see God in the creation story. Okay, ask him. Yeah. You know, or go look around creation and say, God, where are you? What are you saying? Right. Um, I just think that's a good place to start. The second thing that's really interesting about that question, though, mm-hmm. read, the, read the very end. Yeah. So how do those who tend to think more literally learn to read the Bible from a see God and hear God mm. point of view and not a literal one? Mm. So if I read it and okay. all I see is he created the birds yeah. on this day, right. I didn't see him. How, how right. can I learn to do yeah. that? Okay. Interesting. Uh, in seeing God creating the birds on the day, that is seeing God. Right. Now, the question is, okay, said, God, yeah. what did you just show me? That's right. a good question. That's a good place to start. So we have to understand... Um, Reading the Bible literally, yeah. you don't read the Bible literally or read the Bible to see God, hear God. Yeah, those, those aren't, aren't, those aren't yeah. opposites. Okay. We, we read the Bible to see God, hear God, period. Yes. Period. Then when we come to the Bible, we have then a lot of questions depending on where we are in the Bible. Yes. Even just, okay, what type of literature is this? Right. Like the Psalms, you know, it's like, it's poetry. And so then, well, do we read that literally or not? And I think then the next question is, well, what does literal even mean? Right. So I yeah. think this idea that uh, that is trippy, and I, I get it, and I know that it got yeah. stirred up in a lot of people, <laughs> is like, you're saying we shouldn't read the Bible literally. Or what happens, to, to the question, yeah. what happens for people who read the Bible literally? I don't think we know what we mean when we even say that. Sure. I think that people who say, well, I read the Bible literally, or I don't read the Bible literally, um, are in insufficient statements. Right. All of us read different parts of the Bible in different ways right. because they're all different parts of literature. Right. And they're all different ways of communicating yes. how to see and hear God. The, the right. Bible is trying to help us see God and yes. hear God. And yes. it does it in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. So there's some parts of it that are that are literal 
Yes. These things happen. So let's take the Gospels. It's like these events happened. That's why this was written. It is written as a biographical account of a man named Jesus right. living a real life, doing real things. Again, Psalms is not, that's not that kind of, that's not right. that. Yeah. Or the, the prophets and their prophetic visions. Yeah. Like who's to say the prophetic vision isn't literal? Right. So just because it signifies something doesn't mean it's not literal. Right. It literally happened. Right. Isaiah literally saw right. that he went to the throne room and the train of his robe filled his temple and there was these creatures around the throne right. and one of them grabbed a coal and touched his lips yes. and burned his lips <laughs> and then he heard somebody saying, who should go for us? And he said, here I am, send me. That literally happened. Yes. Does that mean that it physically happened? Yeah, good question. I don't know. Yeah. But... I don't know, but God created the heavens and the earth. So right. if it happened in the heavens and not on the earth, does, that doesn't make it not literal. Right. That just makes it not literal to me who's on the earth and a human and has a scientific mind and right. just wants to know. But Ooh. in the flesh did a coal touch his lips, literally. Yeah. That's sure. a me-centered question. Right. Does it mean literal according to the way I mean literal? So mm. we come to Genesis 1 and we read the... Do you see God's, what did I say? Do you see God's faithfulness when a bird flaps its wings and yes, flies? Yes, That's not different than saying, do you see a bird literally flap its wings? Right. They're, they're the same. They're both true. They're both real. Yeah. They're both literally true. Yes. The bird is simply flapping his wings and he's doing it because God's faithful. Yes. And I see that. God is literally doing that. Right. Literally showing me his faithfulness. That's so good. When God, when a bird flaps its wings. So... I think we yes. have some paradigm shifts that need to happen in even the words that we use and right. the ways that we think things that I think get stirred up in even some more of these questions. I'll let you ask. Anyways, I'll stop. No, that's great. That's Keep going. Because I think, yeah, I think you gave me a little bit of an overview of the questions. I think it, I think they nail some really good questions. Yeah, we, we, let's just keep going. Perfect. So yeah. we had another person ask, okay, uh, what you said on Sunday seemed kind of like a low-key argument against creation science. Mm. Or at least uh, a call to not only view the Bible through that lens, uh, mm. but through some other lenses. What, where are you getting your ideas on creation and science? Like, is it wrong in your mind to believe a literal seven-day creation? Mm. Is it wrong to use the Bible as a science book in the same way many secular people have used it as a history book? Mm. Uh, and then there's more questions on that, but I think that'd mm. be a great place to start. So, Cool. Um, That's great. Yeah, the... Creation science is was it an mm -hmm. argument against creation science? Totally. Is okay. it wrong to believe in a literal seven day creation? Good along those lines. Love that. Pretty sure that's not the only person who has, who has that question. Yes, I, I have those questions. Yes, so I'm going to say that first. Yes, I have the same questions. So I'm going to start with the last one first. Okay, is it wrong to use the Bible as a science book when some secular people use it as a history book? Okay, I think. If the Bible is trying to be scientific about something, then let's use it as a science book. In the same way, if the Bible is trying to be historical, historical. historical about something, then let's take the history from it. Yeah. Let's let it be what it is and not, and not try to make it what it isn't. Yeah. So if there's something in... If we're, let's not take a prophetic vision from Jeremiah and try to see if it historically happened. Or, sure. Like... Yeah. It's, it's irrelevant. They're not, it's yeah. like, but let's, but Jeremiah talks about uh, the Babylonian captivity. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's a historical event. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. So my, so let's let the Bible, 
ha- relate to science when it wants to right. and when that's the point or whatever. Um, but again, we've got to keep in mind what I talked about on Sunday, that science is far, far, far below God. Right. So these aren't conflicting conversations. Right. They're actually just different conversations. Right. And all theological conversations aren't necessarily scientific. Okay. But all scientific conversations are theological. Right. Because science can all, by definition, all science can ever do is explore creation. Right. And so creation tells us about helps us see and hear God. Right. So science just helps us see and hear God. Yes. So no, I'm not making any argument for or against any science yeah. perspective yes. in the message on Sunday. My whole point of the message is that I'm not even talking about science. Right. That not that we shouldn't talk about science, sure. but I've got 40 minutes on a Sunday to preach at church. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we're going through <laughs> biblical formation. Yes. And so what does the Bible say? I think when we read Genesis 1, we immediately start thinking only science, which is a very small way to think about Genesis 1. Right. So I'm not saying that Genesis 1 doesn't, for sure doesn't right. say anything scientifically true. I'm not saying that at right. all. Okay. I'm just saying whatever Genesis 1 is saying about science that's great. I'm not a scientist. I'm a preacher. (laughs) What is the Bible telling us about God? What's the theology in this top line? And then scientists can have the scientific conversations because I don't, I'm I'm not smart enough. I don't know enough (laughs) to have those conversations. So is it wrong to read the Bible as a literal seven days? I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't even have a way to say that's right or wrong. Right. Because I don't know right. what, whatever, however God physically, biologically created everything is how he did it. Right. However he did it is exactly how he did it. Yes. So that's great. <laughs> so whatever we learn about what he did, that's awesome. Yes. And it'll never conflict what the Bible is saying because the Bible's primary mission is not to explain the biology of the universe. Right. Yes. So is it seven literal days or ages or whatever? I'm like, I I don't know. There's a lot of Jesus loving people who say different things and all that kind of stuff. That's fine. Yes. And so that there's a lot of room for those really great conversations, but they don't have to be fights. Right. The reason they become fights is because we conflate into the Ooh. text. Ooh. This is scientifically literally saying seven days, and the reason I know it is is because it is. <laughs> and I'm saying, okay, time out. Do we know? Is, is that? actually like, know that? what's a day? Right. And I'm not saying it's not a 24-hour period. I'm just asking, are we for sure that it is? Right. Because if we're not for sure that it's saying that, then let's not fight about it. Right. Let's have discussions about it. Sure. But like, is a day 24 hours? Is a day an evening and a morning? Is a day a thousand years? Is a day an age? Is a day a time period? Like the Bible uses day in all of those different ways. Right. So I don't know. Yes. But whatever it means, I'm great with. Whatever right. it means biologically is is fascinating. Right. Yes. <laughs> I love that. that. The point is... I know it, it's uncomfortable. I know no, you, you love true. it, but like... No, it's true, though. You're our skin crawl a little bit, you know? Sure. I, I love it because yeah. it's, it's okay, let's get clear. We're being formed by what the Bible says. And, and not and, what it doesn't and say. And part of that is what it... We're, we're not making statements about what it does or doesn't say other than let's let right. it talk to us. And here's what it says. Yes. I'm not saying that doesn't say this yes. or that. Yes. And that's, that's got to be helpful. 
I'm finding it out. Yeah, I, I, for me at least. Yes. So good. Okay. So this person so also. So it's a challenge. I want to recognize this yeah. is hard and, and I'm going through this journey in myself for sure uh, all the time. Um, I was just sharing in staff meetings something completely different about something yes. else. Like not, not, a bi- not a scientific thing, but like, oh my gosh, I think I've been reading my assumption into that one text. Yeah. And it doesn't say that. It doesn't necessarily not say that, right. but it doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm learning. It's good. So good. Yeah. Let's keep rolling. Great. All right. So she continues with uh, more along those lines. Okay. I'll just read it and see if Great. maybe we've covered it. Maybe we haven't. So I've been having this internal argument because I think some people are called to study science through mm. the lens of the Bible, and creationists could be called to do just that. And when, uh, what you said on Sunday felt like it could be an affront to that idea. Mm. Uh, so any more clear down Great. there, if you have it, would be helpful. Yeah. First of all, I think uh, anybody doing science has to do it through the lens of the Bible. Right. The lens of the Bible is God created everything. Yes. The lens of the Bible. I'm... I'm I'm not saying or saying the lens of the Bible is literal or non-literal seven days. Yeah. That's a big conversation. Right. Um, but what the Bible is saying is that God created everything. Yes. And so that has to be the lens through which we do science. Again, that's where okay. science was born out of. Okay. Was yeah. God created everything, so we should we should explore this and, and learn about it. Yes. And figure it out. So, you know, if a somebody agrees or if, if a Jesus person says it's seven literal days, that's, that's great. And they have their science for it and all yes. that kind of stuff. That's awesome. And if a Jesus loving person says, you know, something else and mm-hmm. they've got all their science for it, that's awesome. I, th- I think there's a lot of room for a lot of those conversations right. because science is a, is a, yes. <laughs> at the end of the day, science is a weak human effort at exploring the grand creation of God. Yes. And let's let it be that. Right. Let's let it be that mm-hmm. and let's learn from each other and challenge each other. And I know, like I said on Sunday, we, we freak out when we say it's not scientific because then how could the Bible be true? And I think we need to question that question yes. because uh, what science does best is challenge the last thing that it learned. Right. Which is awesome. Yeah. Helpful and in like, so many ways. Yeah. But like science is constantly learning that the last thing it thought was true wasn't. Right. Or was only the tiniest sliver of the truth. And like, yes. we're never, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, again, science should make us feel small, not smart. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So it should blow our mind, not make us trust our minds. That's good. You know? yes. So like, let's let it be what it is because it's amazing. Science is phenomenal. And right. I think everybody who does science should love Jesus because it's, he's, because Jesus is amazing. Right. Period. Yeah. And then do your science. It's amazing. Yeah. And learn about God and let's figure out, like, yes. let's, let's explore how did God do this and how does this yes. work and all these sort of things. But let's keep it in perspective. Like, we're just yes. us. Yes. Yeah, that perspective shift, I think, is the biggest takeaway on that whole mm-hmm. topic. On like, no, we're not saying it doesn't say this and just, but also keep it in, pers- yeah. keep the right perspective right. in mind. And, and uh, just to underscore it again, anybody yeah. who's walking away from Sunday trying to figure out my scientific <laughs> statement on something. I I have no scientific statement to make. I'm not I'm not a scientist yeah. and that wasn't a scientific sermon. Right. That's kind of the whole point. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well let's move on to we've got another uh, person submitted some questions okay. here. Okay. What about the tendency to start viewing the Bible as more metaphor, not truth, 
mm. when you choose to pick and choose which stories actually, in quotation marks, actually happen mm. based on science. So mm. Jonah in the belly of the whale or creation happening in 24 hours uh, in six days, for example, which we've hit on some of that. Mm-hmm. So like this person says, okay, I've seen several people go down this slippery slope of saying maybe – this stuff didn't actually happen because that's not literal words in the Bible. Mm. So how do I help those people is, is kind of mm. our question. So like they've gone down that slippery slope. This Bible isn't literal mm. in, in the ways of what it says. So therefore it can't be trusted or mm. it's not true. How do we actually know mm. because science doesn't back it up and the Christians are saying it's not literal mm. type of question. Yeah, I think it's a good question. I think the reality is it's just a lazy way to do it. Sure. Like it's a super <laughs> lazy way to I'm, – I'm not yeah. trying to be a punk. I know, I know. It, it's really lazy to just say like, well, it doesn't all – the whole Bible doesn't fit in one bucket the way I define the bucket. So mm. therefore the Bible isn't true. And it's like, wow, first of all, you think really highly of you and your definitions and your buckets. <laughs> like, you, And you're clearly not here to submit to God. Right. You're, you're clearly right. here to prove your own point or right. whatever. And yeah. so it's like, okay, if you're going to do that, I can't stop you right. from doing that. Um, the reality is the Bible is way more complex and, mm-hmm. and alive and yes. in all of its different directions than like, is the Bible literal or not, which we covered earlier. Right. It's like, it's, it's a... It's a great question, right. and it's yes. not. It leads to a lot of different conversations. Yes. So it's like, well, the stuff that, again, what does literal mean? And like the even the question, reading it as metaphor instead of truth. Right. That's even a false. Yeah. Uh, dichotomy that right. just because something's metaphor doesn't mean it's true. Right. I know. We use metaphors all the time. Yes. Every day to say exactly what we mean. Right. <laughs> you yeah, know? That's good. And like using imagery is one way to literally say exactly what it is that you're talking about. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't mean it's not true. And so again, this is one of the weaknesses of our of our scientific minds is that right. we have a really hard time valuing appropriately the rest of yes. being human. Yes. You know, like science <laughs> science is a very small part of the universe. It's a very small part of being human. Right. It's a very small part of reality. There's like science has nothing to say honestly about um, relationships. Right. How, how do you scientifically right. explain marriage? Right. And... That, you know, like, right. so what does that mean? Marriage isn't real. That is not true. That love isn't valid. Right. How do you, how do you scientifically speak that's about good. some of these things? Right. There's so much more Ooh, to life. Yeah. And, and so, and there's so much more to the Bible yes. than even the literal things, which isn't to say that there's not a lot of literal things in it. There's right. lots of literal things in it. Yes. But the stories of Jesus, let's go back to the gospels, the, the literal story of Jesus walking down the street, healing the blind man. We don't take that story as valuable simply as a story, mm. because just because it's literally true. Yeah. The value of it is what it tells us mm-hmm. about who he is. Yeah. Yes. It's what it tells us about how he moves. It's yes. what it tells us about who we are in him. Right. That's so good. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yes. So, That's so I, good. I think our 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 language and our definitions and our our paradigms have gotten shrunk. Yeah. And we need to expand these right. things, not in the way that like, oh, maybe the, maybe 
and not in a right, weird way, right. in, in an appropriate way that like yes. God created the heavens and the earth. Right. So everything about earth isn't only understandable in the context of earth. Right. If the spiritual world is real and happening and equally or more real and influential in yes. my life than the physical world that I know, yes. it would make sense why my definition of literal needs to expand yes, and why my value for metaphor in the Bible needs to increase and why I need to read right. it with an ear to hear and an eye to see. Yes. So it's not just, it goes back to, well, what if I read the Bible literally versus hear him and see him? Right. Well, not that the person meant it that way, but I'm just, but it's a good check. That's like, yeah. oh, step one is always read this to hear him and see him. Yes, yes. And then explore the text for what it is. Right. And let and, and the Holy Spirit speaking to you, all these kinds of things. I'm rambling. No, it's good. It's so good. It's so good. And, and kind of what you're touching on hits on uh, this person's next question is she was saying this was a question that one of her friends gave mm. her for us, which I love that. She says, okay, so you're arguing that science and God aren't in a fight, but what about logic and mm. God? So I think it points to a lot of what you were just saying, but the whole idea of God, miracles, or anything supernatural is very illogical, mm. this person says. So yeah. wouldn't it be fair to say those are pitted against each other? Yeah. I just really struggle getting into things that aren't logical. And science mm. is logical, so that's easier mm to wrap my head around. Yeah. Again, I mean, I think it's a question of, of it's challenging definitions. Right. And saying like, well, what does logical even mean? And, and what does it mean that science is, is logical? logical? Sure. Like because it, it like follows you, the mind. I, I, yeah. That's so, good. And which again, just because it follows the human mind doesn't make it valuable. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So we think a lot of things that aren't helpful. Right. Like exactly. if you've ever like thought about wanting to kill somebody or <laughs> you've ever been attracted to anybody you're not married to right. or you've ever yeah. want, you know, I mean like, hello, like yeah. it's logical that you would want X, Y, Z. Right. That doesn't make it valuable. Mm. So again, science should make us feel small, not smart. And that's been this whole point of section one, the universe, is that everything we've talked about regarding the universe so far has happened before humanity was ever even around. Right. We need to properly get a good view of ourselves and realize how much we're in the center. So even the friend's question, I understand where you're coming from, but but it also is valuable to you know, look in the mirror for a second and say like, what you're saying doesn't actually make much sense. Um, Miracles don't make sense. What if they make sense to God? Right. You know, like, okay, great. Like there's a lot that we do every day that doesn't make sense. Sacrificing for other people doesn't make sense. Right. And then you could say, well, no, it does make sense because it cultivates relationship. Okay, well then God just made sense. Right. Because he sacrificed himself for relationship. Right. So the thing that you're saying is illogical is something you do and have a grid for actually, which therefore makes it logical, which means the miracle makes perfect sense. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like it actually makes perfect sense that God would do these things. It's just maybe not the way you would do them. Mm. So why does that make it logical versus not logical? What if it's logical to God? Yeah. It's so good. so good. That's helpful. That's just simple. (laughs) And to question the like, what do you mean by logical? Yeah. And... Yeah, that's helpful. All right, so we've got one more that I okay. just want to get into, uh, and then we'll we'll kind of wrap it up. Okay. So this one, uh, someone sent in. So okay, do you believe mm. that evolution is fact? Mm. Talking to Andrew, 
Like, if so, <laughs> if so, what do you think happened? Mm. And did God create the like the muck, and then we all evolved from there, or did He make things like uh, like they are, and then natural selection and everything we've seen is part of yeah. that? Like, what do you see, or what do you agree with? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I have no idea. Nobody, it doesn't matter what I agree with. I agree that God created everything. <laughs> sure, and I am learning more and more about how there's really <laughs> lots of questions out there, you know, and I'm like, great, whatever God did, he sure did it. Yeah. And it was, uh, and he's amazing. <laughs> and you know, the reality is that yeah. every conclusion comes with lots of yes. follow-up questions. Right. Exactly. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. What does that mean? Yes. And then I get that. And I think that's where the questions come from mm-hmm. and why people want to hear their pastor give an answer. Totally. It's really clear. It's like, okay, seven little days. That might settle some questions for right. some people on the reading the Bible literally or everything we discussed. Yes. And it creates a lot of questions down a lot of other right. lanes that are that are worth conversation. Yes. Same thing if I were to say, I think evolution happened. Like, okay, how much? When? What kind? When did yeah. it start? How did it stop? Blah, blah. You know, it's there's, like, holy there's cow. There's so many questions. There's so many questions. And like, well, what does that mean about the Bible? Again, yes. the reading the Bible thing that we've talked about. Yes. In some way to say that answer might help make sense of a couple of things, but it also creates a lot of questions about a lot of other things. Right, right. And that's where I think it's not even worth me giving an opinion on something. Right. Because it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. Whatever God did, he did. Right. And so let's love him and follow him mm-hmm. and believe everything he said. Right. That's the thing. I'm not questioning a darn thing that the Bible says. Right. That's the Bible right. says exactly what the Bible is trying so to good. say. That's so the good. The Bible is telling me everything I need to hear to know God. Yes. This book is not about me. This book is not about the universe that mm-hmm. I live in. Mm-hmm. This book is about God. And so that's amazing. Yes. I'm going to read this book mm-hmm. to know God. That's yes. what I'm looking for. Yes. I want to know him and I trust everything this says. I don't trust all of my interpretations of it. Yes. <laughs> I don't trust, you know, I got a lot of questions mm-hmm. and all of that sort of thing. So I'm coming to it. I'm trying to come to it humbly Yes. and all of those sorts of things. Um, so I'll, yeah, stop. No, no, that's really good. I think that's where we'll end. Cool. I think that's a great place to land. Good. Thanks, man. This morning. Thanks great for being with us. Great questions, everybody, man. Yes. This is so fun. Yes, we love having the questions. And yeah. uh, yes, send them in to us. Seriously, we love them. You can send them to us each week in the Instagram direct message or Facebook. Uh, you can hit us up that way or in the YouTube chat when you're watching on Sunday mm-hmm. morning and you're thinking of the questions, that's a great spot to send them to us. You can also email them to us at info at We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Sam.